How's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. Was that your attempt to do a, a, a chef, master chef voice? No, I mean, I was just feeling it. I, do- yeah. I didn't want to change anything Yeah. right in it because I was going... The the opening of the movie we're doing, we're doing the menu, folks, which is, it's on HBO Max, it's an enjoyable film. Um, the opening of that has, it says, like, right at the beginning, the production name, and then it says, invites you to experience. And I was like, fuck, that's a cool, like, alternate way to do things. And as I was doing the intro, I went, how can I change it? And I'm already saying, and welcome to the book. Oh, no, right. Like, you almost already, had it. It was so close. It was right there, folks. Yes. Do you have uh, any any mentions before we get started? Because I'm I'm tapped out this week. No, I don't have any mentions. I'm definitely gonna have a mention next week. But I I, I do feel like we should mention. Uh, oh my! I can never remember the name of this fucking TV show slash game. The I always last think it's Among. Us? I always go to Among Us. Yeah, <laughs> the Last That's, Among Us. <laughs> yeah, I have not played the game or watched the TV show. Okay, but everybody's raving about it, so I, I feel yeah. like it's pretty safe to go check that out. I'm like an episode behind on the show. It's what, are very, you, what, are you, what are you rating it? Uh, very good. Like, uh, What does that mean? Oh, fuck, that's a good point. Honestly, Ghost Skull Alien so far. There we go. Like, Unless it trips over its dick, it's getting a GSA that's, for the whole thing. Like, That's a big get. Yeah. It's truly like, incredible. I also like GSA because this gay straight alliance. <laughs> Which is this show is the game. So. Absolutely that. Um, but yes, a ghost skull alien for sure. Yes. Uh, Brian already mentioned that we're doing the menu today and that you can find it in HBO max. It's unlikely to leave there anytime soon, no, but, uh, if it ever does, you can check out the bloody see where it's currently going. It's on the front page right now. Just, or few, you can few movies down. You can also be like me and just obsessively keep checking on Pearl and realizing that it's still currently unavailable and going, give me this fucking movie. Put it on a streaming service. I just want to watch this stupid film. <laughs> yeah, you got to get around to Pearl eventually. Was I it on, know. I feel like it was on a streaming service for a little while. I don't think... I don't know, man. I know X is somewhere. I think it's on you the know. Showtime one right now. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Pearl isn't yet. And I'm like, fuck you. Give me the movie. So let's let's see what's on the menu today. What? Uh- oh! What would you rate Good. the menu? <laughs> Very clever, Jorge. Um, I liked this movie. I'm, I think I'm going to sit right now at a Mr. Cool, but mm-hmm. I could honestly be persuaded down. Yeah. Though I'm not likely to, like, I don't think I will be, but I'm yeah. in that like high smiley Mr. Cool area leaning towards Mr. Cool. I'm about the same. Okay. It's it like based on our rating system, I feel like it is a smiley because it's you know I'm not gonna go around telling people to watch it because I loved it okay. so much. But I feel like I enjoyed it at a Mister Cool level, you know. If that makes I any do. Sense. Yes. No. No. I completely get what you mean. In like the logistics should just be that. But I mean that's also why it's why we're here and why we do the fucking show yeah. instead of just yeah. going hear the rubber stamp of a rating fucking right. deal with it. Um, we like to explain it out. And this is one of those things that uh, I think this movie has a lot going for it, despite kind of being simple in it's some ways. It's quite simple. Like, I, that's, I think that's kind of the thing is that, like it, it's all positives, really. 
there's no it's not that there's yeah. negatives yeah, as, yeah. as much as this is not a whole lot to to we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, let's get into it a little i exactly. oftentimes with movies when people ask me my opinion i'm like i don't know i gotta go talk to brian about it <laughs> i gotta go uh, parse i gotta find the words to make this <laughs> yeah first some warnings uh actually pretty pretty clean honestly clean uh, surprisingly oh, 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 clean oh, 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 oh. depictions of self-harm yes for sure absolutely all all the way so to to the to death Hard reset, uh, as we were calling it in yes. Rust, because we didn't want to say. <laughs> yeah, um, in the in the video game Rust, which we were playing, there is a the the button for like what normally would be like respawn or anything yeah. like that. It just says suicide. Yeah. Uh, so it was like hi, we like streaming. We're trying to be like I'm gonna um, hard reset. <laughs> the, honestly, I can feel. I remember on stream going. I'm gonna. Uh, mm. Oh, like that little pause of just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that right now. <laughs> yes. It, but yes, uh, this does, it's, it's self-harm. Not, but like not in a super. No. In like, in like a very like horror, normal, like not, not, you know, dramatic way. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. It's most, it's, it's, yeah, it's depictions of, it's not necessarily like heavy themes or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's not what like, it's sitting in. Yeah. Uh, the, the vibe is, uh, I, I always think of this as like. The, the very modern, good-talking horror film. Yes. Know? Like when the dialogue is all like, oh, we are we're, we know Sharp how to talk in like... an entertaining way, and this movie is, is shot up to code. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's definitely like, think of a, an intense food movie, like a chef movie um, that isn't like chef, like... Um, I'm. I think there's one with Bradley Cooper called like Burnt or something. There's like, it's like this. The you know what it is that it's a mix. Lot, uh, Hannibal, like the TV show Hannibal. Yes, it's a yeah, lot of yeah. Stuff like there's that. food porn. It's food porn mixed with like modern horror styling. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because Hannibal is modern, not modern, modern horror horror, horror styling. It it just is so fucked up that it doesn't. Yeah, I would, yeah. Hannibal definitely also much more violent than this film. Yeah, so much more violent that, and much more modern than hard. You know what I mean? Like very yeah. a lot of slow motion, a lot of like dissonant noises and stuff. Not this. This has like a normalized soundtrack and shit like that. Yeah. Should you watch the movie first? I don't. I don't know. It really matters um, one way or the other. On it. I mean, it's you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, it's not super predictable. Yeah. Um, it. I would my gut says just go watch it and then come back if you're if you're into it if you have any if you go ooh this seems intriguing go for it but otherwise hang out and listen to the fucking show yeah that's that's all i need you want to hop in there absolutely um we're going to sit down in our nice dining bedroom on our <laughs> nice silk mattress using our napkin to hold out and open with a sensual Thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. I feel like it's the one of those red napkins that they give you at fancy yes, dinner places. Yes, it that absolutely is. Red cloth napkin. Fucking flip it out a couple of times, and you know, fump, 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 and it comes I, down. Uh, I refuse to put the napkin on my lap. By the way, what? What? Yeah. I know what do that you every, do with it? Everybody like does this thing where they they just grab the napkin, and they like fold it up, and they put it in their lap all nice. And I'm like, I I need a napkin now. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> Why would I do that to my one napkin? 
I also don't <laughs> oh! spill food on my legs, you know? Like, that's not where my food goes. If When I spill food, it's on my chest. Like, it is for everybody. It's I what you need to if, do. If, if we were trying to protect our body from getting splattered, yeah. like, what I would do is tuck it into my shirt like a bear. I would make a bear. I would ask, honestly, honestly, and this would be a great flex on their part. Fancy restaurants should start just having bibs that you make your fucking guests wear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like, one, I, it's actually practical, and two, it's very funny to humiliate it's fucking not, rich people. <laughs> like, it's not something that I did growing up or mm-hmm. like had known about, and we were we didn't like go to fancy restaurants and, when I was a yeah. kid. We didn't have money, and when I started going to them, everybody <laughs> starts doing this. I'm like, what is this like weird ritual What's shit happening? Like, this is. What is it just to feel fancy? I don't understand it. Like the how often do you actually drop stuff in your lap napkin? That's a good point. I I, I mean I think that napkin is saved me for. I spread mine out. There are some fuckers who leave it folded and put it like a little sash over their thigh, and yeah. I'm like, that is nothing. If you're spreading it out and going, I'm basically putting out a little skirt to catch or like a little apron to catch any strays that come down. Whatever, fine, I can deal with that. But, like, literally just going, ah, and I'm going to lay this nice piece of cloth on my fucking nice pants. Just yeah, I, That's I not doing anything! <laughs> I could see if you were wearing nice clothes. Yeah. If, like, but just, you know, what? I, <laughs> no, I, I, I find it to be classist, and I'm yeah. not doing it. I, I bunch up my napkin, and I use it to wipe my mouth, and I put it on the table next to my plate For- where <laughs> napkins belong. Honestly, the second I have to clean any part, even if it's just hands of like, oh, there's something extra or whatever, it's back on the table. That's the thing about it is it doesn't stay on. Because I'm going, Mm -hmm. ew, I don't want this gross shit on my, near my legs or on my body. So it's just like like a ritual thing. It's just like a custom, you know, it's not. Yeah, we got to be more critical of these. This is why, oh man. Don't tell Ralph Fiennes that I said any of that. Don't tell Ralph Fiennes that He's going to fuck you up. Which which brings us to the movie. The movie. Uh, it starts out with Tyler, played by Nicholas Holt, and Margot, played by Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. Um, I like that the movie just dead starts with them getting on the boat. We don't need to do this whole like. Yeah, thing we don't need any pretense. It, no, know? fucking who gives a shit? You're you're going. You don't know who they are, what their relationship is to each other. You know they're about to go eat fancy stuff. The movie's also called the menu. Uh, speaking of which, the the. You know the poster that has like Ralph Fiennes in the middle and uh, Anya and Nick in like the front or whatever. Like, yeah, and and she's like looking unamused, and he's like, mm, "This food is so delicious." <laughs> uh, and everybody else is just kind of standing in the background. <laughs> yeah, the guy who gets his finger cut off is screaming in that poster. He's in the really? background screaming. Yeah, and I saw that afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, I kind of like that. That everything looks normal, but there is holy a shit, in the yeah, background. yeah." You just don't even look That's at him. great, because you know. Yeah, because it's the all help. the way in the. He's like third row, yeah, he's like not the fully help in the movie, but like, it just. I think it's kind of funny because it, it even gives just pushes you that. more like this idea that like you only care about who is up in front. Yeah, of them, you know? you you're truly not there. unless you're paying attention. Yeah, that's fucking great. I also love that Nicholas Holt is very clearly eating off of Anya Taylor Joy's plate in that promotional, like in the poster yeah. as well. He's leaning over, taking from her. Yeah, so they're, yes. they're both getting on this on this boat to to go to this island where there will be they'll be at a restaurant that costs like tens of thousands tw- of dollars per person. It was like twelve. Right? It was like twelve fifty a plate or something. It's yeah, fucking wild. 
and uh, there's like a celebrity played by John Leguizamo. <laughs> which it's he's credited as movie star. I'm gonna just assume it was John Leguizamo. Uh, I love him. It's I eerily always, similar. I, I'm always very happy to see him. I'm glad that yeah. he came out for, like first thing, and I'm like, yes, dude. I'm already having a better time. <laughs> he's uh, very. He's one of those. He adds weight to anything he's in. To be honest, like even if he's half-assing it, you're still like, yeah, you're good. Like you're good. Yeah. And I, I don't think we really need a, a, a super breakdown. Um, so the, the main plot is they, they get there. Ralph Fiennes is the main chef. He obviously has like cult-like control over all the all the little helper cooks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you slowly find out that he's intending to murder everyone. And, uh, you know, it's he knows everything about everybody there. He's planned this whole thing. And all the yeah. chefs are in on it and also going to kill themselves. And uh, Anya Taylor-Joy... <laughs> was not supposed to be there correct uh tyler was supposed to be there with a different date and she's actually a sex worker that he hired mm-hmm. uh even, even though he knew he was the only one who attended who <laughs> knew that everybody favorite. was gonna kill themselves and he brought her anyways holy shit um, that a few, part a few people died during the thing and uh, yeah eventually Margot on taylor joy uh is the only one who is permitted to escape due to the events of the movie that's yeah that's the the general thing Mm-hmm. Now we're free to like bounce around. Absolutely. Is there a possible. place you wanted to start of interest for you? Well, let's start with uh, just first this idea that we're both having where we're between Smiley Face and Mr. Cool. Because mm-hmm. I found that like the, the vibe of the whole movie is like the type that I like. It's like modern and it feels, I don't know, there's something that is like, it is good at being entertaining. You know, there's no point where Definitely, you're bored. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is like both like visually and emotionally appealing to be going through this. Yeah. Um, it doesn't it, overindulge in its food porn. Yeah. And it yeah. also doesn't just go through like schlocky whatever. Like it, it's mo- it keeps everything right. It gives you the breaks you need for both laughs and for like tension building in it effectively. And I would say that this movie is almost more of a comedy than than a horror film. And not it's like a black comedy. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It just like occasionally will make a, a very dry joke and you're like that. Dude, it's very funny. One of my favorite jokes is one of the people who shows up is a critic and her publisher, you know, like her agent or something who's always agreeing with her and stuff. She notices a broken emulsion in one of the dishes and she doesn't realize that Ray finds hears her and his assistant brings out a larger dish and she says, uh, Miss Bloom here is more broken emulsion. And then later she brings out like an entire giant, di- like a- increasingly larger dishes of the broken emulsion and putting them in front of this critic over and over again. And I was like, I didn't even that's the, the so funny. Yeah. Dishes. They do it again. They do it twice. I don't think they do it three times, but they yeah. do that. And then literally there's one point where she's like holding this giant like soup, you know, like a, like a soup kitchen style thing of just that big, like a vat. And puts it down. <laughs> yeah, before each dish that they're going to present, it, like, cuts to scenery of the island, and it'll have an overlay that says, like, the name of the course, and then, like, the ingredients and something yeah. about how it's prepared. Um, with the Hawthorne they, logo, they s- with the restaurant logo, which right. was my favorite part. <laughs> and that's where they stick some of the good jokes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, at some point, they make a cheeseburger, which is important, but they, they make a cheeseburger, and it's just, like, just a good cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Or, uh, or it's uh, uh, Tyler's bullshit or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's piece of shit cookie or something like that. 
<laughs> Tyler's bullshit uh, with like un, you know poorly cooked lamb and <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's literally no again. time in, like none of what they were doing did not work for me. There's no time in okay. in which I'm not enjoying myself and the movie, and I think it's good and solid. Yeah, it just. I don't know. There wasn't anything extra. Nothing. Nothing about it is compelling me to continue thinking about it. I after think. The movie's done, you know? I think my main criticism, or the way to like describe this feeling, is, and I'll explain it because I think its themes are actually tight and there, but it feels kind of threadbare. If that makes sense, I feel like, like there's no point. You know, it's well. It's more that we get the point so fast. Mm-hmm. And not a lot, there isn't, oddly enough, there isn't a lot of, like, torture and other, like, interesting deaths that fill in the time to get to the different nuances of it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot of just also sitting down and being sad as the next course of a pretentious-looking meal comes out. You know what I mean? Like, And so the, everything that is done and shown, like, the the... The island and the restaurant are owned by a, like, rich person, not by Chef yeah. Slowick. Slowick? Slowick. Played by Ralph Fiennes. Julian Slowick, yeah. Um, and they sh- he shows that, like, when he reveals part that he's going to kill everybody, he-, he mentions that he's, like, free now. And he has, like, the the rich guy who owns the place uh, with his arms cut off. Right. I don't, and like, I think they're just tied back. I okay. also had the exact same thought. And I think in a closer shot, they're just tied behind it. Like, yeah. but he uses angel. That investor, awesome. And he also has angel wings and they have him suspended yeah. over the ocean. And then they like slowly lower him into it, which I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But every time anything like that happens, chef forces everybody to like, stay calm and be cool and keep sitting at their table and eating more food. Uh, yeah. So there's like nothing. The characters don't do a whole lot of getting to react to stuff. I mean, like they do for a second, but like the movie always just keeps calming everything down. And it's like, we're not going to amp up the adrenaline here. I, like, we're I doing this normal dinner the whole way through. I do get what you mean. And I'm, I, I, I agree with that. I think for the most part, I think my problem is like, I like the idea of them being made and kind of willingly be docile. There's a, there's a crack. There's a there's a point uh, the chef makes later that you know think about why you didn't all try harder to leave. Like mm-hmm. think about that. You know what I mean? Um, so there's kind of that like in there ingrained, but it's more for me that like that happens. That angel investor drowning happens, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it in terms of like a scary thing after that. Cause then there's the finale. Like, you know well, what so I mean? The next, the next couple of right courses befo- are well, right before that, uh, is his sous chef. Um, yes. Who Jeremy. he like monologues about how he wanted to like replace him, but he does not actually like the lifestyle and no longer wants his life. Um, so, and then this is like where it all kicks off. Right. Jeremy yes, this is uh, big shoots himself in the head with a gun and that, I like that. I mean, that was like, no, that whoa, was good. that was no, no, quick. No. You know, that's I, what I'm saying. Is I like, should have seen it coming, but I didn't that know. happens. The angel investor thing happens. And then we don't really, we, we kind of are stuck going a couple of different ways until the finale. Like we do, we do a little bit more intrigue where we learn that 
uh, th- that's th- sorry. This is the third thing that is also good, but I think I wanted one more just to feel mm. like it kept escalating. Um, Tyler, like you said, uh, Nicholas Holt is revealed to fully be aware that everyone will be dying at this event. That e- this will end in murder and suicide completely, and it goes in fully aware, purposely inviting Anya Taylor Joy's Margot to this knowing she's gonna die she lashes out and it's great it's fucking she does a really good job in that scene like i felt that visceral like oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm so fucking angry for you like (laughs) holy shit um because he nicholas holt's such a good delusional prick in this like he's so fucking great at being like sure it was great um they do a very good job of slowly going from like oh they're in a nice little relationship to like oh he's oh he's he's a psycho paying for it like and it, yeah, it's Anya Taylor Joy, which has is to be great. Here. Which is also good because at first, as things are escalating, he's still eating. Like he's eating yeah. almost all the time, he, and he's kind of acting like this way. You're like, is you're? It, it's sort of like this is clearly commentary on that type of person because he's like the foodie fan type mm-hmm. guy who doesn't actually cook himself. Um, but like. That he wants that to be his thing and what he is. So like he talks about mouthfeel, which was very funny. Um and like he's he's reacting normally like when a su- you know, suicide happens and a fucking guy's finger gets cut off. Like all these things that definitely everybody else goes, We're done. Like this is real holy shit. He's always eating and like yeah. enjoying the food. And at first you're like, oh, he's just delusional. And you're like, no, no. It actually also makes sense in storyline because he knows that shit is popping, like going to pop off, and is like, "Well, I'm just gonna whatever, cool, great, awesome. Like, let me move yeah. on and have." He some wants of this. to get all of the food. He wants to fully indulge part in the, of the experience. experience. Yeah. yeah, to the point, the point that he has to Im- the chef improvises his death, which is so fucking good. Yeah, um, the um yeah. one one of the courses that comes out is uh, tacos, and on the tortillas <laughs> they laser print like stuff reasons basically why everybody's there yeah there's like a bunch of uh executive people that work for the angel investor that have the records of like the taxes or the tax like, avoidance the, and stealing wire money, yeah. transfers or whatever that they were doing that were illegal and for uh tyler it's just pictures of him taking pictures of the food earlier in the evening <laughs> earlier in the evening when he was explicitly told not to do that which, which i thought was going to be funny. the thing I thought that was going to be what Ray Fiennes was bringing up in his like situation, but he the the reveal that he knew everyone was going to die was was so like a perfect uh, change up on yeah. that sort of thing that also leads to this depressing fucking a scene that made me feel very uncomfortable was watching and him embarrassing Tyler by making him cook. And pretending for everyone to look around and pay attention at the, you know, brilliance that Tyler's going to be doing. He does shitty things like uh, when Tyler's like almost having a panic attack because he didn't know he was going to have to cook. And they're just telling him, like, we have everything you want. Tell us exactly what you need. you need. need And show, yeah. And he's like mincing uh, (laughs) the leeks or whatever. Shallot. Yeah, the leeks. Shallot. And he's like, oh, a a new mincing technique that we've been clearly ignorant of. Yeah. Like, fucking uh, Slovak is dry as a bone. Like, that's the best part of that is Ray Fiennes fucking performance. You keep saying Ray It's Ray Fiennes. 
It's weird. Rafe? It's it's Ralph in terms it of says spelling. Ralph. He's it's Rafe Fines. It's stupid. I know. Rafe don't worry Fines. about it. And if it's not anyways, if you out. don't know who he is, it's uh he played Voldemort. Yeah. He's, he was in Schindler's it. List. He's in a million. He's you know exactly like it's tough to that's, miss. That's him. the one I knew everybody yeah, would know, exactly. Know. But he has a nose in this, and <laughs> yes, he's he's very dry. You were saying that's every other role. <laughs> Except his most famous one. Except, well, it's where sure. he, there's yeah. least of him in it. Yeah, but fuck that. So I don't, whatever. Um, <laughs> for bump that noise anyway. Um, yeah, his his performance in this, he really gives layers to this guy who. The the main thrust of this is this is where like the themes of this are like shown and kind of the satire of it is. He's this very intense chef, who is you know, going to kill all of these people and himself because of the, I guess, commercialization, like the death of his art and his passion. Like these things, the everybody in this, uh, every one of the customers represents are things that killed his desire to be a chef and his passion for making food. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, very clear like why everybody is is like there and part of what he's <laughs> mad about the the executives. It's because they don't give a shit about the food and they only care about like having done something exclusive. Yeah, the, uh, uh, Tyler because he's like yeah like a like think about like a foodie blogger. I don't yeah. know that even has a blog, but like yeah like a like a online foodie influencer type. exactly he's not using he it as like an cultural he's... clout he's not yeah. interested in making food he's interested in saying interesting things about food like yeah, yeah we have uh john linguizamo playing the <laughs> movie star i don't even know <laughs> no, what he did wrong mine, that's the that's the best one it's hands down him and his assistant have the two funniest reasons yeah because oh, yeah, that's right that's it's right. <laughs> John Leguizamo acted in a bad movie that fucking Slovic, the, the the chef, saw on his one day off alone in the theater and was like, this is a bad movie. I had a bad time on my day off. So you die? And then his assistant was like, wait. Or he was like, why does my assistant have to die? And it's like, what school did you go to? And she's like, Brown. And he goes, do you have student loans? And she goes, no, and he goes, "You die. <laughs> You're going to die. You're going to die." And I, was, I no other burst out laughing at that. Was that's what I'm saying. Like, like all those jokes, they're that's those are the best parts. They of the land movie, perfect. I yeah, think. like it is like it. Everything else is here to hit you hard with those. Exactly. Jokes, I feel like uh, we also have <laughs> a um, a rich, like kind of elderly couple. Yes, that have been there eleven times, <sighs> and for them, it's just that. They've been there eleven times, and you can't even name a single dish from yeah. the last time that they were it's, there. It's they just eleven go, times in the last year. Exactly, right. they just go to go, and because they can afford it, like they're not, they don't care about enjoying the food. They go because yeah, we can afford to go here, and nobody else can, so we're gonna go here. Like yeah, why? So like yeah. the the big like emotional arc that you get from chef is that he clearly loved making food for mm-hmm. people. Uh, and he kept elevating until he was at this point where the only people he was serving were these very rich entitled people. And uh, when 
he's he's confused about what to do with with Margot because she wasn't supposed to be here. She's a sex worker, and so he considers her to be part of the service industry. Yes, and he's so on he's their she's to, on their side or on yeah his side. He, yeah, he first like asks her if she if she wants to be with the the people who give her the people who take yes. you know like with his chefs or with them and he makes it very clear that she's gonna die everyone's anyways. dying but you can die on our side yeah. of theirs <laughs> um, he kind of flips back and forth pretty flippantly about which side she belongs on he no the the only flip that happens is towards right towards the end because at the he gives her a chance of like to think about it and then when the time is up, she's still kind of like, I'm obviously very confused about this real situation and I don't want to die. I can't stress enough that I choose the option where I live and survive this. Mm -hmm. And he basically goes, you're on our side. I know a service worker. When I see one, you're one of us, clearly. And she tries to get away and save everybody and the rug gets pulled out from under her. And that's when he goes... You're a taker. You're not a gift. Like you're not on our yeah. side. When so she goes can. to try to save everybody is when uh, she has to confront the other sous chef and ends up killing her. And uh, the sous chef says something interesting. Yeah. Right before she dies, where the reason that like chef sent Margot out to get a barrel of whatever because he says that Elsa, I think, is the name of yes, the other Elsa chef, is yes. Um, forgot. And right before Margot kills Elsa, Elsa's like, I didn't forget the barrel. He didn't tell me. He didn't me. tell me. Yeah. Um, so, And she was already talking about clearly being worried about Margot replacing her. So clearly Chef, on purpose, was giving Margot a test to see if she could replace Elsa for some yeah. reason. Yeah. To uh, show like, very fascinated with Margot in general. That's the thing. And it's it's what I enjoy. Like, this, the character has a lot going for him. Um, it's very multi-layered, both in what you're talking about of like, it's not an obsession, but it is this like fascination with Margot and how she interacts and swims in these worlds and how he kind of does the same thing. Like he, like he said, he is a service worker at heart and we get backstory that confirms that sort of thing, but he's in this world of the ultra rich and the takers now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Margot kind of does the same thing. So I think he sees a bit of a kindred spirit going on there um, especially because uh he asks Margot if she enjoys like providing her service yeah. and she says that she used to yeah and that i think like he really uh gets gets with someone and who was disillusioned by yeah. his whole his whole background we get through a series of photographs that she sees when she's like alone for a second and manages to call for help uh and it's all of him looking unhappy in every photograph as we go back through his timeline until we see the last one where he's smiling and it's him as a very as like a teen basically flipping a line burgers. cook flipping burgers yeah. in some i think it's a hamburger howie which is my favorite fucking <laughs> fake burger stand i've ever <laughs> and right there it's like well i have a much better idea of how this is gonna end yeah um she takes that information she tries to call for help the person the, the, the coast guard who shows up does a whole thing like he's about to save the day, and then it turns out that he is also one of the chefs. He's just another, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, little fucker. Right when it's, we're getting very close to when everybody's gonna get killed, and, uh, Margot realizes what she has to do, and she tells him that his food is terrible, and it's because it's not cooked with any love. 
Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. We do. We always cook with love. We, everybody knows love is the most important ingredient, which I think is also a hilarious yeah. notion that he him. seriously means that. You know, But him also, his delivery is perfect because it's said with no emotion on his face whatsoever yeah. that love is the most important ingredient. And she makes the valid criticism that it's all the meals are like more of an intellectual task rather than just like enjoying food for the sake of food. And uh, which, which is even given kind of by him at the beginning when he says he asks everybody not to eat. And he means it like metaphorically. He means like enjoy your food. It's, think about it. Do this. Do that. Don't just eat it. It's exactly what I love is the hypocrisy inside of him and his awareness of it because he's doing this suicide project. Like he's making a giant intellectual exercise for these fucking idiots who ruined his life. But in the process of it, he didn't ever think, you know what I could do is just make some really normal, good, well-made food and maybe give that appreciation back to these people. Like he, throughout the movie, he is a Gordon Ramsay pressure cooker, like intense, you know, what we think of as like that intense chef thing, like yeah. an Anthony Bourdain or like Hell's Kitchen stuff, right? Like, But they, they do a good job of like slowly more and more he's telling the other chefs like, I love you. Yeah, love yeah, you exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he does have that kind of camaraderie with. Power that he has over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's cult-like in sort of that yeah. way. Like, and he, There's I another... think he believes it as well too. Like not to. Yeah, no, totally. He has he does another interesting thing where there is one of the female chefs. Oh, that, um, he he says he has her come up and do the monologue. Yeah, and she like happily tells everybody that uh, he had tried to sleep with her multiple times, and then multiple times, uh, and then afterwards would not look her in the eye and ignored her because she refused all the advances. And uh, for eight months, yeah, did not speak directly to her or look her in the eye. And then he calls this like the the folly of man or something. Yeah, it's like her that. dish, and, and she it's it's yeah, man's folly. And she, yeah, I and thought he has. <laughs> please, he has her stab him in the thigh with a pair of scissors, which is what he did to his father, who would abuse his mother. Yeah, I thought uh, she stabbed him right in the penis and balls, and I was like, holy oh, shit! And so. then I looked, I'm like, oh my god, thank god, it's just that the holy shit. Okay, good, good, good. It's just yeah. recreating and, the other. And then he, and he apologizes to her. Yeah. And it's like he clearly, like, at some point, like, he had become such an asshole. And at some point, he realized what a piece of shit exactly. he was. Exactly. Uh, but his solution to it was so it went, went completely wrong. He was direction. so far down the road that he's like, the only way I can fix this is via this more of this insane shit. Like, yeah. Quick note on his his mother is there, by the way, and like barely talking and just yeah. getting hammered. Uh, and the only clue that you get to why she's there and also getting killed is because he at one moment talks about how how hard he always had to try to get approval from everybody and they even though they wouldn't give it and he says like isn't that right mother and it's yeah. like oh she was just never proud enough of him for his very, very clearly drove like again that that's the simple part of it and it's the beauty I think of the finale of this um, but yeah like it's that thing of it's never enough there's because it, it's not about just enjoying. It's not truly about what he said of enjoying the food. It's about something else. It's about 
my parent loving me or the yeah. critics getting something to write about or somebody able to make a profit off of this business sort of thing. Like it's he, always about, it's always something other than the food that is driving him and these customers. He is constantly at odds with himself. I think it's yeah. like there, at one point he mentions that he wants it like, he demands that his art form be ephemeral and so that it like dis <laughs> disappears and that's yeah. why you're not supposed to take pictures of anything. Uh, but at a different point, he also pretty angrily describes it as like people turning his food into shit, which is literally what they're doing. Yeah. Because uh, when you consume food, but like, so he both loves that it's ephemeral and hates like the way that in which is. it is ephemeral. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's the, unhappy with it. He needs to be done in a specific way for him and it's like that's fucked up now. yeah so the the way that margot gets to be allowed to leave which he'd clearly not been wanting anybody to leave is when she's complaining about the food he's clearly upset because she really gets to him and yeah. the way that she's describing how much his food sucks and that she's still hungry uh, when she says i'm still hungry that's where he's like you're still hungry that's the key one well because that's the key one for him because he didn't do like the bait the number like the the absolute core of yeah. what you're supposed to do when you feed exactly. somebody right? and that, like yeah exactly that's it's the fundamental part of both the the issue that everyone is having especially him is it's not enough his food wasn't enough she is still hungry and also the the like you know real part of the theme but yeah she she says yeah, i'm still she, hungry she uh has him they go back and forth a little bit, but she, she asks for him to make her like a normal cheeseburger without any of the extra stuff, and he charges her like nine ninety five for <laughs> it. And uh, you can see when he's making the cheeseburger, and I think he acts this very well, like yeah. his his absolute ecstasy and joy in just getting to make a cheeseburger instead of having to do all this other bullshit. The, I loved, I loved the line when she says, "Can I just get a normal cheeseburger?" The the cut to shot of him is honestly, it's some insanely good acting because it's like, it's a bit of that, the villain realizing the hero has the upper hand, but it's mm -hmm. not because that's not what it is. Like, you know, that's not exactly it. I, it's at that moment where I feel like he's like, I'm going to let this bitch it's, go. It's, dude. it's fully, it's, it's him kind of dropping like a cheeseburger. <gasps> Like it, it's like the candle is relit yeah. inside of him, sort of. You can thing. see like he immediately recognizes that she saw the photo exactly, and like that she knew, like immediately understood what it meant. There's like a lot of understanding yeah. that immediately passes between. Because he gets us, he gets the smallest start of a smile in that first shot, and yeah. then they negotiate over like price and what's on it and shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, like fucking great facials from. Yeah, he from, he's it. so fucking good during that. And like the simplicity of making the burger. I literally, when I finished the movie, I went out to Five Guys and I just got a burger. I had to have a burger. Ooh. Like I just needed a burger. Ooh. I skipped lunch. Um, I mean, I'll get a burger. Maybe you get a burger from this. Get a burger, get folks. A, get, just... get a <laughs> McDonald's burger. Yeah, the cheap. He says the type of burger that reminds you of the first one you had. The cheap one that your parents could barely afford. And I'm like, yeah. nice. Good fault. Um, so she she yeah. takes a bite and she's like, yeah, this burger's dope. Yeah. Uh, she validates it. My stomach yeah. though, yeah, and uh, I would love to take this home in a doggy bag. And he's like, that's awesome. <laughs> I love this. Here you go. Please be on your way. Yeah, you know, like and fully she's go. Allowed yeah. to leave. Yeah, and like completely lets her go. I did love. I did love in that last scene. Everyone's kind of just stay. Because again, this is the weird part of it too. Is like the body count is weird. 
in that like Tyler Ty. dies and a guy we don't know dies. Mm-hmm. The only other casualties are two chefs. So like everyone in the restaurant is still alive right at the finale. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all giving like these awkward stares and the wife of one of uh Margot's former clients who also again all of this the benefit of the the movie is that all of these tie in with each other. You see parallels mm-hmm. of this guy who when he hires Margot just wants her to stare at him while he jerks off and say that because he she looks like his daughter. Yeah, because it looks like his daughter and she he wants her to say that he's a good man and all of the like literally all this fucked up shit. But it all talks about that validation, that need for that sort of thing. The wife who realizes the connection, like who re- figures it out. At the end, Anya Taylor-Joy scanning the crowd and gets to the wife and the wife gives a little like, go. Most, like she basically says like, it's okay, go, get out of here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that was a very little moment that I really enjoyed because- I enjoyed it too. Yeah. It's a little bit difficult to parse out exactly because I mean clearly the the movie had a a, a purpose like yeah. that was very purposeful yeah, yeah. you could tell um, I don't know if it maybe had something to do with that because she, she was the one saying that she looked that Anya Taylor Joy looked like her daughter yeah exactly uh, so maybe there's something about that I, she also was one that did not she seemed a little better than everybody else she at least remembered that it was fish she tried she oh tried she, to she remember it was, it was cod and chef goes <laughs> it, like it was talibit you donkey yeah <laughs> calls her a donkey and he so calls her a, that's so halibut. fucking funny it was important to the halibut <laughs> <laughs> like what does it matter it matters yeah, to, the matter? to the halibut <laughs> um so, there's yeah. no moment where there's not something like super exactly there, again it's fucking chalk like it, it's the vibe is always, like, a little bit uneasy, but you're too busy giggling at stupid shit that yeah, they put in to, it's like... it's not done yeah. like a horror comedy, you know? It's just, like... Yeah, it's not. It's very like... good, dry humor. <laughs> and uh, the his last meal is turning everybody into human s'mores and the way that he describes s'mores and like how they're everything wrong they're with american like palettes <laughs> even though they're supposed to represent innocence like him he go- has everybody put on like these weird the uh, stoles like, that like remind me of ponchos. midsummer of yeah. marshmallows of marshmallows and then he gives them like chocolate crowns <laughs> So it like yeah, it is very midsummery because then he's like setting the whole thing on fire, starting with himself. Yeah, and all the uh, chefs are like lighting the ovens. It's super uh, surreal. So like, honestly, if they had used like the same song for Midsummer, oh. like, it would be it's like incredibly funny. It yeah. is like a parody of Midsummer. Kind of yeah, kind of. Um, while still making, while weirdly still making its own point. Like yeah, it's a different point. <laughs> yeah, of but course. It's the it it's called. It, I know they refer to it as a satire. It's got, yeah, uh, of it course it is. Cer- yeah, yeah. Certainly is of like cultural stuff, but it is also kind of to me. It felt like a parody of these kinds of movies. You know, it was Where definitely like, taking digs at them. Yeah, maybe not a full like, like parody in quotes, but like definitely has its shots to fling at. Because <laughs> he, everybody's playing it ser- like it's serious, yeah. and like what's yeah, yeah. happening is very intense and like meaningful. But then he, they, the way, like, the stuff that they say is like, yeah, this is kind of stupid, dude. And I love it. Like, it's very stupid that he's doing the, all this. Like, he puts them in, in like, s'more outfits. Like, the, I loved, I loved the line when they're doing the birthday. They, they, Anya Taylor Joy's figuring out all the shit about Chef, 
the, the before and they cut back to what's going on in the restaurant which is another course is happening and it's just them singing happy birthday to one of the tech bro executive guys and he looks over and he goes you told them it was my birthday and he's like <laughs> three hours ago it seemed really funny <laughs> and then he just blows the what candles are, what are those, out uh, <laughs> one of those uh bros by the way is um played by what's his fucking name He's the uh, the roommate in Broad City, Arturo Castro. Yes, I know him from Narcos, oddly enough. But yeah, he's oh, in Broad Narc- City. He's yeah, yeah. so funny in Broad yeah. City. Uh, he's great here too. But Fucking yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically the thing, and, and it's so few things are the the plot is just very simple. I mean, like we just went over it twice. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, we right? rehashed while digging into There's other a couple, things. A couple things yeah. were missing, but like it, it's that's, almost that's basically it. This is the thing about it, and I think there's like I honestly think the part I liked the least was when I liked the man's folly monologue and like the stabbing mm-hmm. of him, like you know doing this damage to him, and like you know pointing out that he is also this brutish asshole guy. Like, he yeah. was also bad and moved on in this way. You know, like, transcended or moved past that in another a different way. The them, like, running away and just getting grabbed back felt very pointless. I, it, that... Yeah, so, so they what they do during that is he gives them... The uh, men a chance to head escape. Start, only the men to run away. And after 45 seconds, he sends the chefs to go find them. And that... Yeah. Really, just seems like a setup for the joke. There's one, the uh, people we haven't talked about yet, but one guy left hiding in a chicken coop, <laughs> and the little door to it opens up, and one that of the chefs is so... like presents him with some sort of eggy dish for being the last, the last one they found, and, he, and then they close the door back <laughs> on him. And it's just funny that he got an eggy dish and he was hiding, yeah. like a chicken. With he was chickens. literally with the chickens, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, that whole scene serves no purpose i don't understand it's, the metaphor of making them run away just to catch that's them. the thing it all seems like a setup for the egg joke which is hilarious which is gr- i was gonna say they have the competency of putting a scared man hiding in the chicken coop and getting an egg dish as his reward like great yeah. a plus winner that could have been done in a either either a sick like horror way or a funnier, tighter moment. Like, the women get to talk with the the sous chef who explains a couple more things. But, like, it feels very we've got to waste some time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, that's the only sequence there's where a, I'm like, eh, on the well, There's film. an interesting thing when they're talking to the sous chef because uh, they tell her it's really good. And she's like, <laughs> she's like I you would have used to care. Uh, but then she starts kind of crying and everybody down. just keeps telling her it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And they're clearly trying to cajole her into helping them escape because they're all like rich. So they're like, we can help you get your own restaurant, blah, blah, blah. We just have to talk about the everybody dying, dying thing. And then she's like, oh, that was my yeah. idea. I'm super I'm proud so of happy it's getting used. And I was like, yeah. fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. And it just ends there. And clearly that was just a setup for another joke. I yeah, think almost like there's no reason for her to be crying because she wants to be doing this. She's happy she's doing it. It's I, I definitely so took it it's as just to fake us out into thinking that maybe she will listen to them so that she can hit us with that punch. Line, I definitely which is, which makes me think this whole movie is just comedy. Dude. Like the whole point of everything was just to be funny. I know? think a lot of it was that one. It it kind of re-illustrates 
some of the points that were made earlier. Like Jeremy is breaking down when he when he uh, he commits suicide. The uh, when the mess happens because that's his meal is called the mess. Um, he's showing that he's true not good enough of a show. That true bit of honesty, like in him when he starts breaking down, is definitely there. For the 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 female sous chef we're talking about, I think her name is Kate Keller or something like that. Um, she oh, yeah, she wasn't the sous chef. She was like sorry. No, she yeah. They they do call her. She is a sous, sous chef. chef. I think that's the yeah. gimmick because I don't there's think a bunch of them. I don't think sous chef is just there's one of them. I think he has a bunch right, of them right. in this gimmick. Um, she, I, I definitely took that as she says that and it immediately betrays it because of how hard she works and really cares about it. Like, right. cause they're all clearly super devoted. They're willing to yeah, that's die funny. for their thing. So like, I definitely saw it as like, that's funny, but I also saw it as the joke of one, you know, at an earlier point, I would have cared about that. And then immediately starts crying, like the humor of that instant. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it is also kind of just the setup to go, Oh, actually I'm the one who planned all the suicide, you know, everyone dying. Yes, yeah. I'm very. I am extremely happy that you like it, but it, that's all part Ex- of this. Yeah, I am happy about this meal in general. Exactly. And I do want to see it to its conclusion. It's yeah. That that that's the only. That's I guess be the best way to talk about the main criticism is like sometimes it is just for the sake of a joke, and yeah. it could oddly enough be tighter. I think in a couple areas. I see. I, I think if it's or not, change. I have I struggle the with the movie more if it's not all just a big fucking joke. Because if it's all a joke, then it's funny that they're doing everything for all these moments that I yeah. found very funny. Uh, if it's actually thinking that it's making any real point or having any sort of like good narrative or well, it like, is... doing a horror film at all, like I don't think it really it super succeeds in any of those regards. But it is satirize it. Like it is very clearly. I mean, again, it's using jokes to do it. So I guess it's still it would still stand in what you're talking about. But like it very clearly is satirizing the cultures behind all of the things we're brought up on and like the class parts of this, you know what I mean? Like it is very mm-hmm. clearly is taking the piss out of that, but I guess since but at it's... the same time, it's like, so normally when people do that, they have the person who is conducting the big plan be in the right, mm-hmm. but he's, he's not, you know, it's, it's what we always, what we continuously see is that eventually when you get to the bottom of what he's talking about, it's fucking stupid too, you know? <laughs> It, like that's why he has so many like it's he, that he's contradicting al- himself. Is that he's know? also part of what he's against. That's I think the the hypocrisy because that's what it is. Is he is in rallying and railing against this thing that he hates. He's also in the thing that he hates. Like he's doing exactly what he's railing against. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. But so yeah, I mean he was he was doing it before, but. Now he's just doing evil, evil plots. You know, now he's not like a, he doesn't fit. in. Well, this is the furthest. It's, I think that's the taking it to the nth, you know, turning it up to 11 sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. Like, yeah. Cause even like when uh, it is what I didn't know how exactly it was going to go down is once he's giving Margo the cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and he's happy. And I'm expecting him at some level to realize, like, oh, I should have just, you know, gone back to flipping burgers, honestly. Like, that was what made me happy. Like, it's he doesn't see that really, like, it's not everybody else's fault that he 
kept going down this road. This is the path that he picked, right? Like he was happy at the beginning. He should have just gone backwards a little bit. You know, he could have started a tiny little restaurant where he makes more comforting food for lower yeah. paying people. Uh, but nope, he continues on to hit the, the marshmallow midsummer. But I, f- yes. Uh, which is hilarious. And it just shows to me like, oh, this, you know, like normally we would see any level of change, like like the a character arc, right? But he doesn't change. There's like no, there's many he... authors who like demand like think that there's no point in seeing a character go through a narrative if they don't go through a major change throughout. Yeah, it. sure. I definitely, uh, I definitely understand that. I don't necessarily agree with it, depending on the story. Yeah. But I completely most yeah, of the I time I agree with most of the time I agree in, with that. Yeah, like the, I yeah, want them to be this... a different person by the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, uh, that was in reference to uh, Clockwork Orange, by the way. The writer Anthony Burgess, big shouts out. Yeah. Because the uh, his book in the last chapter, uh, it's it's like oh, ultra violence was a thing for young people, and now that I'm an adult, I realize that that was was bad, and I'm I'm okay now. Where the movie cuts out that last chapter. But do you know why? Uh, because the when they sent the book to the U.S., yeah. they accidentally they left out the last off chapter, the last chapter so. which completely changes yeah, the moral changes of the story. Yeah. To- <laughs> Being to evil is to evil. being their evil it. no matter what, and you can't change ever. <laughs> yeah, I I love that anecdote. <laughs> but uh, so he he gets to experience happiness again, and he's just like thankful and understands and learns nothing from it, and I, continues with his plan happily. You know. So my only, uh, it's it's tough. I'd have to rewatch that ending sequence again to kind of see how he's playing the the that monologue like how he's acting that monologue out and like remember a lot of that line cuz like I, I i don't remember that speech but mm-hmm. it it he definitely has that moment of realization he definitely has that reconnection to who he was before and that sort of like catharsis of getting to just make food that satisfies yeah but I also think he's it's sort of it's sort of Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? Like he does a face turn, but he dies immediately afterwards. And I know he's doing it to himself in this. Like I Yeah, he does. I'm it not still. I know. But that's like Darth Vader doing a face turn and then stabbing Luke Skywalker. No, and then it would himself. not like it doesn't make any no, sense. No, because fundamentally I don't know. It's, I I think a lot of it is, it turns from, I'm depressed, and I'm gonna take these people down with me to. I had a moment of clarity, and realized that I need to turn. I need to get rid of all of this now for sure. Like, I, I guess it's the same thing in a, but like for a different reason is the only thing I can think of in terms of change. Like. Because it's definitely gone too far. Well, this thing. That's what I'm saying. I think it's okay for for it to not, for him to not have changed. You know, if we're doing a comedy, (laughs) because they cared more about like, yeah, this fuck it, let's do the marshmallow scene. We gotta do the hilarious. My only thought is like logistically, he's definitely gone. It's he's gone too far. Like he's gone past the threshold. He's killed four four people have died in this. Two of them were such aggressive murders and forced suicides that, you know what I mean? Like. 
What are you going to do? He could have he could have let the rest of his chefs go and still killed the, the guests. You know, there's a bunch of different ways, different things he could have done, but he sticks yeah. he sticks completely to the plan, right? Like yeah. indicating that he has made no change. That's I guess like, so. It really he had to have made some change in the plan to indicate that. It, that the only change in the plan is that he let Anya Taylor Joy go. That's right, because you know I, mean? I think that that is like a thank you for letting for like giving, giving him that me moment. What again. I actually yeah. wanted, giving him one that moment more time. again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, it is just a. I'm you know like I'm definitely still doing this because. These people did ruin, you know, like, and I ruined it. You know, he, him, he blames himself. He's not fully blameless. He recognizes what happened with himself. But, like, he goes as a thank you for rekindling that for a moment. Get out of here. Like, go. Well, I I think what uh, what I was going to say earlier is that he kept trying to figure out whether she was one of the the rich elite dining with him or one of his chefs cooking for them. And she reminded him that there's a third option of, like, the original customer, the true right? customer, like the the true actual customer that appreciates the food. Yeah, and he was like, "Wow, thank you. You gave me exactly what I wanted. I am not changing my thoughts about what society yeah. is like. So I'm gonna go through with these this. fuckers are, are still. Uh, everybody else is still a bunch of fuckers, and all of them. Yeah. I, I fucking don't change anything about this. But thank you. Yeah, yeah. He also doesn't. He does not. He dude. He. I feel like he loves his chefs, and he just like for sure has. They, he had such control over them that he brought them all over to his line of thinking. Exactly. Now me and my family will end this once. They're almost a hive mind. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. literally they're all thinking that because they've all spent so much time and so much pressure. He says their lives are pressure. Like, they live as ticking time bombs of this. Yeah. They all sleep in, in cots right next to yeah. each other in a single, like, bunker uh, because With they spend two, so much time making food every day. There's there's at least a dozen of them. Two to- two total toilets, two total showers. What the fuck, guys? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, that's all. That's yeah. So I, I think ultimately I'm gonna I I'm gonna bump it up to Mr. Cool for me. Yeah, I'm good with it. But I I, yeah. I need to I like the only way that that works in my mind is if it's like the point was to make this funny dude like it was a comedy yeah it was like, and it lands rule of cool but for humor and uh it is i do especially since i love these kinds of movies like the that modern horror feel and the way that it pokes fun at exactly them, in my mind where it's like we're doing that and we're showing you that sometimes like the shit is fucking it's stupid, silly you know? but it can still be enjoyable because so often those movies take themselves very seriously mm-hmm. and usually to great effect i mean they're amazing yeah. movies oftentimes uh but not, you know, it's sometimes it is like we're taking this too seriously. And it's, there's always, it's kind of like I say, there's always the difference between the characters taking their situation seriously and the movie taking right. its situation seriously. Yeah, and it makes it very funny by having the characters take it seriously and the movie not be, just like it, yeah. show it. Like, because the movie kind of is those like the menus that come up. Yeah, that like make the joke <laughs> about the food. You know? yeah. No, the so. one at the end with the s'mores where it's like chocolate marshmallow graham cracker staff customers restaurant <laughs> like yeah. literally everyone's in the ingredients of the fucking thing he also before that he makes everybody pay for their meal still and like put down That's their cards right. and gives them dog like gift bags <laughs> uh, and he start he's like going through the items in, in the, the gift, gift bag, bag and he's like richard's ring finger yeah uh because there's <laughs> richard's one of the characters got their finger cut off 
Some I remember I think the critic looks in her bag and goes, Oh god, because there's human finger. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some of the only people we didn't mention, by the way. There's a critic and her like uh assistant. Maybe her editor agent. from the yeah. magazine. I think it's the editor. Like from the somebody magazine. somebody from the magazine. Or her agent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who just kisses her ass the whole time. Constantly yes. offers up an opinion, she immediately pushes back and he goes, Absolutely, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Chef obviously hates critics for reasons that you can guess, and he hates her little agent because no. he just does everything. I love it because he hates her not because of what she did to him. Because she gave him a good she got him where yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hates that she annihilated a bunch of other restaurants. Like her her tortillas are all uh restaurants she, she got close yeah, they ended up closing. Yeah. Yeah, we assume that she got close. She, she, they just said that closed. So that's that's all I got for, for the menu. Absolutely. I think I, I like I am gonna have to maybe I'll show this to I'm and give it a full. watch. <laughs> that was it? That sounded like you had a second half to No way. <laughs> the uh the absolute ending is Margot on the boat that she escaped in. Uh, doing another cool like seeing the island explode and the fires reflected in her yes. eyes and she takes a bite of her cheeseburger she looks at the menu for one second and then wipes her mouth uses it as an napkin and, and we cut perfect the metaphor I guess. yeah absolutely yeah no it's it's felt like a metaphor <laughs> it felt like exactly. a metaphor <laughs> I don't know Anya Taylor-Joy wipes her mouth with this movie I don't know get get me out of here um, oh, also Tyler, we didn't we we glanced right over it after he cooks the terrible meal. Oh. Chef tells him to kill himself. He yeah. whispers it to himself, and then he hangs himself in, in the freezer. Just thought we kept. What a saying great note to end on! Yeah. Mission. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I'm not. Yeah, okay. I'm not letting you out of it. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Eyes of Astoria for our wonderful theme song, Deadwalk, and Melanie for running our Instagram. You can catch Melanie or John from Eyes of Astoria in various episodes by going to thebloody.com and hitting pod people. Absolutely. Big shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the Hudge podcast by siblings who are siblings. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, allegedly at Bloody Stream Pod, and we will talk to you. Same bloody time. Same bloody channel.